To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Fran O'Sullivan is NZME's business commentator with us now. Hi, Fran. Good evening. <laughs> do you reckon the government could? Do you reckon the government could win the business community over in the next year, or is it too late? Well, it's. I think the jury's out because you know when you dig down into the actual meat of the survey, there are a number of questions there around tax and all the rest, and you're kind of seeing you know the way nationals had to cover off in the last couple of days um, on tax cuts. Uh, it would be a brave government that, in the current environment, or a brave opposition that went for that, that didn't deliver other than to the smaller end of town rather than the bigger end of town. Uh, you know, like potentially, and when we look into next year, it could be quite rocky, and, and most of business is expecting it not to be as kind as this year, to be honest. Um, so I think, yeah, I think there's things there. And to be, you know, in the actual debate and in his presentation, Grant Robertson presented very, very well indeed. And he pretty much had the audience in the palm of his hand. And uh, he was straightforward. He had a touch of humour. He debated well with uh, Nicola Willis. Uh, He didn't uh, take the opportunity to counterpart, which he must have been tempted a little bit because one or two comments were on the nose. But I did notice uh, with some amusement that he had totted up you know, the amount of billions represented in the room and similarly the billions of profit there So, making his point. Because, of course, you know, all the major top companies are represented and you're talking about your top uh, cooperatives, those type of things in agribusiness. And so it's not just simply what it might seem numerically as 100 or so CEOs. It's actually bigger than that because mm. they represent quite powerful companies and interests. So, you know, he, um, I, th- I thought he presented very well. And a lot of it depends on whether they can start to bolt down some of these policies. Uh, some of these um, issues which are concerning, like co-governance and the government to the right thing, about squashing Kelvin Davis um, the other day. And that needs to happen because arrogance coming through in some areas uh, will make it hard for this government. And this government's actually got to show uh, that it is um, able to listen more. And if it, But at the same time, it's quite difficult because it also needs to complete more. And that's been one of the um, issues that people talk about. So, you know, kind of private advice they're getting uh, around the traps is to focus, to prioritise, and not necessarily try and do the whole labour agenda because the chances are if you try and do it all, it's going to blow up a bit and you'll go out anyway. Are you suggesting that they're going to cut down on the number of things they're trying to do? Well, I think they need to recognise what they can and can't do. And there's been quite a lot of slippage. So if you look at things like light rail, they can talk there about when things might occur. But the costs of around a number of these policies, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're quite quite staggering around, but you're also having the upshot of um, COVID is you're actually starting to see changes in transport patterns, for instance. Are we doing the right thing? Will the local council uh, also uh, play ball in some of these areas in Auckland? And so there's quite a lot of balls in the air. And I, I think there's an opportunity for the government to just tie ho on one or two things and talk with whoever's running the show in Auckland after next week and, um, you know, just sort of see what is feasible and what is not. And it's, you know, there's only a limited amount of 
dollars to play with and already um, you know there was a policy that came out the other day that pretty much got buried which looks at how do you prioritize infrastructure in a period for instance where you're seeing costs going through the roof and this is an imported kit I mean things like steel it's pipes it's you name it um, a lot of things have rocket up in, in price and then you've got inflated labour costs and a whole range of things and, um, you know, locating um, people who can play in construction. So I think all of this, it's, it's not so much stopping things, but it's working out what is your most crucially important projects to prioritise yeah. and do well at the same time. And I think, you know, it's sort of like what business is having to do as well. Everyone's realised you know, you're constrained to a certain degree and yeah. unless you put in place, um, you know, automation, which this government's policies, whether or not business likes it, have actually worked to see an increase in investment in automation. And, you know, people do need to be paid more because we can't go on forever being, you know, a kind of, you know, slack, low-wage um, country in the Pacific and seeing all our own workers hive off to Australia. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I, I think he's... He, when he is open with the business community, they get it with him, but they yeah. still want, you know, focus, really. Yeah. I mean, there's a good point, right? He he delivers well, but unfortunately he's tied to some stuff that they're not, not, not fond of. Fran, thank you very much, Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.